Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. Tony M., how are you doing? I am Chris Gardner, KG, owner of the Houston Round Ball Review. Joining me as usual, Willie Gibson in Ohio, WTG Sports. How are you, sir? Fantastic, sir. How about you? Doing pretty good. And also Andy Yanez from Gallery Sports. How are you, sir? I'm good, Chris. All right. Game seven, Sixers, Celtics. <laughs> Tony jumping right on in, right on into it. That's the James Harden I know right there. Tony, Tony M pulling no punches. Well, fellas, anybody surprised at the result, today's result? Nope. The score, the route, the Boston won by, what was it? 24? 24, I think, yeah, 24. Uh, was anybody surprised by the route being, the margin being that big? Nope. Why not, Will? This series ended Thursday night about 10.30 Eastern. There's no way this team was going into Boston winning game seven. When you had a closeout game in your building and you don't win, you're not going on the road to win game seven. Stop it. Well, do you have – is there a precedent for your for your reality? What are you basing <clears> this on, Mr. Gibson? Uh, Doc Rivers being 6-9 and nine in game seven going into today. Now 6-10. and 10. Now 6-10. and, 10. <laughs> and uh, how many how – many, uh, well, this wasn't a 3-1 lead, but he blew, he blew a 3-2 lead. Yep. But, yeah. He, nah. Blew another one of those. Yeah, blew another lead in the playoffs. Yep. 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 He's consistent in that. And, Tony, this is for you. Go ahead. What are going to say? Well, what else? And, and then he, someone asked him post-game, have you ever seen a playoff performance like Jason Tatum put on today? And he said, yeah, I have. It was in this building. It was LeBron. Like, are you talking about LeBron? And you just lost another game seven? Cut it out. What? You shouldn't even – I know they asked him the question. He had to answer it, but – Come on, man. LeBron? You bringing up LeBron after you lost another game seven? Let's well, see. The question he answered, and it, it came against one of, <laughs> another one of his teams. That, that's crazy. <laughs> that's Doc crazy. Rivers has the most blown series leads in NBA history. Two in Philly, five with the Clippers, four with the Celtics, and one with the Magic. Big bro don't like us bringing that up. What, I, love, I love I love a lot. Big Bro don't like me bringing that up. I brought that up before, and he he didn't like that. Facts is facts, man. That's twelve right there. That's twelve That's blown 12. leads. That's twelve. <laughs> twelve, and I and I was surprised when he was voted as one of the uh, top NBA coaches of all time. No, no, no. So no, uh-uh. no. But Tony M, this is for you. James Harden, James Harden in Game Seven. 21.3 points, seven assists, 5.8 rebounds in six games. That's counting today as well. He has not shot above 30% since his third game seven. Whew, 27%. That's some bad numbers, man. <laughs> God. It's, it's bad. It's, he's not doing it on purpose. You know, it's just. It, it, he's not? Do we know that? Is that confirmed? <laughs> It's not confirmed, but I choose to believe he's not doing it on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Joel Embiid in three game sevens only shot above 40% once of the three. <laughs> Woo, 33, 52, and 27.8 today. When your best players, is that Doc's fault when your best players don't show up? No. No. No, but. Go ahead. But with a when they go on the thirty-three to ten run in the third quarter, I mean, gotta do something. And, and, and let's let's yeah, let's get into that part of it. Because I know Tony, would you hire Rivers over Silas next year? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. But on the 
on the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel. The poll question is up. Anybody want to chime in? Would you want to hire? Should the Rockets sign James Hart? It's all no. <laughs> That's not one yes no. right now. It's all no. no. Chris, I think today's performance was the final nail in the coffin. If you're any, if you're a truly Rocket fan, Rockets management, how can you see that game seven after nearly nine years of seeing it firsthand for yourself? And if you really want to take Tillman Fertitta and general manager Raphael Stone at their word, they're on to phase two. Right. What? How does James Harden fit in that picture of phase two? Even for Harden himself, he if he were to come back to Houston, that's basically him just punting on the rest of his career saying, you know what? I couldn't win a championship. It is what it is. Let me come back home. And if you're the Rockets, what kind of culture? And I, I'm curious to get Ime Udoka's kind of thoughts on what, what, he, what he has to say if Harden wanted to come back. I'm sure... You just hired uh, your new head coach. He's going to have a big say, or he should have a big say in whether he comes back or not. Well, but what if it's just a two-year deal? What's the the purpose? (laughs) What is the purpose of bringing back James Harden to the Rockets? He broke up with you in the first first place. He's the one that wanted to leave Houston. That's the part. I don't understand. Yeah, It wasn't the Rockets that said, you know, we're just going to go in a different direction. We want to go young. No, 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 no. It was the opposite. And well, that's the only reason John Wall played with the Rockets that, tw- that 20, 20 years. That's the only reason they got John Wall. So he broke up with you, and you want to go back and bring him back when you've moved on. You potentially are on the cusp of securing the number one overall pick and getting Victor Wembeyama. That would be determined Tuesday. Yep. And you want to bring him back when you have a new young core nucleus for what? For Sell what? tickets. No, no, you no. <laughs> that that bridge is burned. Only, and that's what I I could never wrap my head around. A lot of fans, I mean, even people that follow the team, and I'm I'm still curious because it sounds those rumors are coming from somewhere where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Me and Kelly Eco, be right of Kelly Eco was the first person, first media person, to say. A couple of months ago now, that it was this? a seven out of ten chance that James Harden would come to the Rockets. Why citizens think this is the same man who said we wasn't good enough? Have that same energy. Oh, I agree. I remember it like it was yesterday. I agree. After the first of all, how did he remember the breakup? He came in. He, he didn't want to come to training camp. He waited till the last possible day. He came in out of shape. We know it's become a meme where he's wearing the 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 kind of what a coincidence I'm wearing this color today of all days because the Rockets were wearing those warm-ups when they were doing the, the Oilers colors. It's a meme now because of how he looks. They don't know if he was just trying to – I don't know what was going on that 2020 season. He came out of shape. He played – how many games did he play that season? Eight? Was it, was it even eight? It wasn't a lot. <laughs> and then they ran into the Los Angeles Lakers, who at the time were the reigning defending champions. They got absolutely – destroyed by the Lakers and he, he said we're just not good enough he, just, he was already checked out he just kind of <laughs> well, threw wonder, it out there I wonder if that was after he had just come back from a, 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 a visit <laughs> somewhere uh, was it uh-huh. the ATL or Vegas or whatever 7 out of 10 chance before right. game 7 it comes down alright I'm not changing it's, I know it sounds like some Rocket fans say, I'm cha- I don't want James back. Okay? Didn't want him back when this was first, when Eco first said it. I didn't want him back. The money part of it, if it's two years, I could stomach it. Still don't, I, don't, I still don't want him back. But I could see Tillman saying it, you know, whatever. Put a spin on it. One of the greatest Rocket players in franchise history want to bring him back to help help us build and establish a winning culture. He could say, you know, say what he ever wants. You know, we all know it'd be for selling tickets. Okay. Question. Yes, sir. So you said a two-year deal. Didn't James turn down a two-year extension? It was like 101. He did. He did. But that was Philly. That's not his home. 
he, no, did he not he turn down an extension right. before he got traded to Houston? Well, oh, you going back that far? Oh, yeah, you going back yeah. that far? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, he turned down an extension. Yeah, right. He 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 did not want to be here after. So I this, is where, this is where we get into rumors and innuendo. It, w- there was reported that he he's the reason that they traded away Chris Paul to bring in Russell Westbrook, right. and right. that only lasted one year before he and Russ <laughs> that <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> didn't get on. Didn't see eye to eye. I, I'm still, I just go back to again, and then he brought it up, but he didn't want to be there. He talked about he did everything he could to get out of there, but y'all want him back. Okay, well, what if he wants to be here now? What if that that that's in the past? He did not want to be with the Rockets then. He wants to be with them now. Does that change y'all's opinion? Why I said it's no. him, Will, Andy? No, me, no, and that's all city. I mean, I, I get it, but. For me, no, no. I would rather bring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, me and Eco, we haven't changed. We, we still believe. I haven't talked to him today. Okay. <laughs> I haven't talked no, to him I, the, during the, I, I during believe the game. he's coming back. I just don't yeah. understand why they would want him back after all of that. They would still say, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going is going in on him. Well, yeah. well, Chris, let me let me let me let's just uh, <laughs> let's go back and let's 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 um let's dissect James Harden's time in Houston. I do I agree, he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal player. He, I don't know if you could even put the word arguably on top of it, but he very is clear he's still be the best player on the team, the second best player in Rockets history, arguably. You know, Hakeem by far number one, Harden and whoever else you want to put there, number two. But let's go back to the 2014-15 season, right? That's the that's the year when Dwight Howard won or played in 41 games. He's back for the for the stretch. They got to the conference finals. Let's not forget the second round series in the Clippers. The game six when the Rockets made that that improbable comeback. Mm-hmm. Was James Harden on the floor, Chris? No, he was not. He was. Who who led the Rockets in that game <laughs> six comeback? Josh Smith. Josh Smith, Dwight <laughs> Howard, Jason Terry, Trevor Ariza. Terrence Jones was on the floor. Was am I wrong? Terrence Jones was on the floor, right? It was not James Harden. It was not James Harden. No that. <laughs> game seven, give credit. He 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 did okay in that game seven. I think he had 30, 31 points, and then they helped close out the Clippers. Game five, they, they lose to the Warriors in the conference finals in five games. Fast forward the following year. They severely underperform. And you know, now now I'm starting to to remember a lot, but wasn't there similar criticisms about James Harden going into that season where he might not have showed up in the best shape? Oh, that, the that year I went on a local show and said that he came in fat. Yes. Fat. I, I used the word fat and I got some and flack it, for for saying that he was came in fat. I, and I was like, Am I wrong? They but, started. Yeah, I got to for that. <laughs> they started all in three, and then they went four and seven. Before they fired Kevin McHale, before they even got fifteen in games into the season, they barely made it to five hundred. I think there were three games under five hundred with with the last three games of the season, and they they just limped into the playoffs and got crushed by the Warriors again. Then following year sixteen seventeen. Now, granted, this was clearly a rebuild. Dwight Howard was gone. A retool, correct? James, Not a rebuild, James random. A James ran Dwight out. <laughs> out of Houston. Oh, oh, no doubt, no doubt about that. But like no, Russ neither, and Chris Paul, that's, that's, that's neither. <laughs> you're getting to my point, Chris. That's neither here nor there. So, 16, 17 season. Uh, granted, it's a completely different team. That's when they brought in Eric Gordon. They brought back, uh, or they didn't brought back, but they they've wanted for years to get Ryan Anderson. They kind of retooled the team around him, and I think that team, for the most part, reached its ceiling, getting to the second round. And here's where it's unforgi- unforgivable. That game six against the San Antonio Spurs at home. And James Harden, again. And th- this is the game where really it, it it just piled up on top of him. He was shot two for 11. He had nine points. Yeah, He had nine yeah. points in that game. Yeah. The Rockets lost by how much? 30? It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And he- here's, here's where it really gets bad. Was he not at the club that same night? <laughs> yeah. He posted on social media. Yeah. The Manu Black, correct? Andy, that Andy, Andy, game five. Andy, game five. Andy Reagan, in fact, he come from the top rope today, Will. <laughs> the following year. The following year. They get Chris Paul. 
best record in the NBA, 65 wins, a franchise record in wins. Chris Paul gets down. He His hamstring gives out in game five, but the Rockets are up 3-2. Shocker. Did the Rockets not have a double-digit lead in both game six and seven? They were up 17 in game six in Golden State. Yep. They were up. I can't even remember how much they were up in game seven, but they were up in game seven, were they not? They were double digits. It might have been. And I remember sitting there. Again. They're still going to lose. <laughs> I still remember sitting there saying that they're going to and lose the, this game. 27 missed threes. <laughs> but, okay, you could pencil that in. Hey, they weren't They weren't at full strength. By the way, this is something that I believe for the rest of my life. I feel even if the Rockets would have beat the Warriors, they would have lost to the Cavaliers. They would have lost to LeBron James and the Cavaliers. With yep. George Hill, with J.R. Smith, LeBron would have been the best player on the floor. And yep. I, I got a taste of that in 2020. Will? Facts. All right. There we go. I, 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 <laughs> I believe this is my personal belief. Whatever. 2019. Kevin Durant gets injured. Game five. Series tied 2 2. This time, Harden and Chris Paul are both healthy. And the Warriors seem like they, they just outran. They ran. They. Yep. They had the advantage. They they, they completely changed their style of play, and they just left the Rockets in the dust after Kevin Durant got injured. All right, Andy, hold it right there. Hold it, hold it right there. Hold it, hold it right there. Put a penny right there. We're going back. Let's gone through his. Let's whole... answer Tony M's statement. As shrewd of a businessman as Fertitta is, I can't believe he's even entertaining Harden. The idea of Harden coming back. Your thoughts on that comment? I agree. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. What in the world would you? It, it's a chapter in the franchise. It was a. It was definitely much better than what it had been. That that's probably the most, the highest. There's no arguing. That's the highest the franchise has ever been since they won the back-to-back championships. But it's in the past. You got to let go of the past. I I, I agree. I wish James Harden should not be brought back until <laughs> it's time to retire his jersey, if they choose to do that. And they or, probably will. Yep. Yeah. And I agree. He he absolutely deserves it. I think he's very very easily the second best player in Rockets history. I don't know about it. very easily. I don't know about that. Moses Malone might say something. Elvin Hayes might say something. You know, <laughs> Calvin Thanks Murphy might length. say something. The but... length and in terms of the accomplishment, <laughs> yeah. I think he has a valid argument. That's, that, you know, that's fair. Uh, but but anyways, <laughs> this is great man. To, Andy's to bring him back stick from his chest. Will well, I didn't. I didn't even finish the 2019-20 season. <laughs> they trade Chris Paul. He was washed, which, by the way, I mean, that Warrior series, I, I, valid point, but whatever. He, they s- sent him out, bring in Russell Westbrook. Did you say Chris Paul's. Paul was washed? That's what they believed at the time. That's why they oh. traded him to Oklahoma City. Gotcha. And then Did Chris Paul the came back, and he was, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he might have been fueled by spite of what, of what, yep. the, what the Rockets um, basically told them. They basically said, hey, you're done. That's why they sent him to Oklahoma City. And he was very close to eliminating the Rockets the following playoffs. <laughs> he almost did, yeah. Uh, if you give credit, that's where Harden deserves his props because he, he blocked Lou Dort's shot. I mean, if he doesn't block that, who, who knows? But, Lou Dort but Lou, Lou Dort, that's where Lou Dort, people realize Lou Dort, man, he played defense because he gave James some trouble, man. <laughs> you know, he, he made it tough on James in that series. <laughs> but they, they, he, they squeaked past the Thunder, and then they, they looked – Outclassed the Lakers, exactly. The Lakers and the Rockets, it looked like they were two different leagues after game one. They yep. won game one, by the way. They lost four in a row, and by by the time that they didn't even bother showing up for game five, God, they were ready to check out. <laughs> one, two, three, Cancun, Will. <laughs> and then we are, we then where we thought at the top of the show where he, he, the Rockets weren't good enough, and he left. He had to Brooklyn for a season and a half. Then honey bun, baby, honey bun. He went to Philly, and now we're here. I like I I, don't, I just don't understand outside of the financial component because I do believe Chris, you're right. From a if James Harden joins the Rockets, there's definitely going to be much more buzz around the team than there has been for for the past three seasons. But stop no right doubt there, about that. right there. If Tuesday night, May sixteenth, seven twenty eight Central Time, Adam. Silver or was it Mark Tatum? Mark Tatum. Yep. Mark Tatum mm-hmm. reveals the second team is the Detroit Pistons. Every other team is 
been shown on the lottery. And with that first pick, the Houston Rockets, you know, the first pick goes to the Houston Rockets. That means Victor Wimbenyama. Hype will return. Joy will return to the franchise. Interest will return to the franchise. Spotlight will return to the franchise. All those things. Do you still need James Harden to sell tickets if you got Victor Wimbenyama on your roster? No, but it wouldn't hurt. Would it? I'm just saying. From, say from, a, from a marketing standpoint, and this is strictly marketing. This is this is my this is me looking at the other side. I agree 100. He should not be brought back until you guys decide to to retire his jersey. But I digress. Do you not think Victor Wembayama by himself, or Victor Wembayama paired with Harden and the core of Jabari Smith and, and Jalen Green? Now that will sell tickets. But okay, what about Victor Wembayama and pick a top tier free agent, Cam Johnson? They're gonna it won't be the same, Chris. It won't be the same. It won't be the same, but the team might be better off. Oh, definitely. From a from a on the roster and on the core perspective, I agree. From a strictly marketing perspective, to get as many people to file into the Toyota Center, I see the value in bringing back James Harden. But on the court, it doesn't make sense. Will. Yep. What what say you? There are, I don't know the percentage. Let me see if anything changed on the poll question. So far, still no. no nobody wants Rock to sign James Harden. It's 100% no. 100%. I'm sure. I know there are Rocket fans, James Harden fans, whatever, who want the Rockets to sign James. Will, what do you say to those folks? Well, what do you think your percentage is from those who want Rock to sign James and those who don't want the Rock to sign James? I would probably say the, the 20, 80, 20, 80, 20 that want them to sign him versus 80 that do not. Do you think that 80 would be, would still be close to that number if they do sign him, they don't get Victor, come the start of the season, they'll be like, well, yeah, James is here, but I haven't forgotten what he said to the team, how he, how he left. I'm not spending my money on on, on the Rockets and James. What, where does that come in? Yeah, I agree. That's not, that's, I don't understand. I mean, if they, the ownership and whomever wants him back are severely underestimating the power of the fan base because – it's everything that you've said. He did not want to be here. He did not want to be there. And so now it's okay. Well, now he wants to be back. Well, why? Why does he want to be back? For what? I mean, we I, I mean, I know we talk a lot, but I mean, professionally, on court purposes? No. No. This team, you you, you've torn it down to the studs. You're building back up foundation from, from, the, from the ground up. It's going to be some growing pains. You're not going to sell as many tickets. So do you want to short-circuit that rebuild for a short term? I think it's going to cause more harm than good. Oh, I, I agree. I, I, so, I agree. Yeah, so why, why even entertain that? Like Tony, I'm saying, why even entertain that? That's crazy. You know, and this is for Gohan. I don't know if you saw it, and I hope you can see the numbers. James Harden in six game sevens has not shot above 30% in his last three game sevens. Look, look. I mean, he shot 26% <laughs> against the Oklahoma City Thunder in the bubble. I mean, my <laughs> God, could you imagine? Had Lou Dor made the shot, he not blocked it, or they had come up short, got eliminated by Chris Paul after you say he's not good enough to lead you to championship. I mean, they were they were that close. They were that close. So he's come up short. Man, I I hope. I mean, I don't really care, but it would be something if it got out that James was was somewhere else last night. <laughs> so y'all, hey, pick a city. Just somewhere else. ATL back in Philly, partying, Vegas, whatever, and flew back late to get with the team. You know, <laughs> I get it. 
Here's he, he, I mean, we we fo- we're focusing on Game Seven, and that's that's that. Yeah, but I'm looking back at Game Six. He shot four for sixteen at home in a closeout well, game in in this series. Tripping over his own feet. Out of the seven games, he's played well. How many times? Twice. Out of seven games, two. Two times. Credit they they would not have won those games had it not been without him. Yes. Although I think I think Jalen Brown gets a huge assist for for one of those game winners where he completely left him wide open in the corner. But I digress. But James Harden is closer to being old than more times than the Rockets if they sign him. Get the old James Harden. Agreed. And Chris, I mean, let's be honest. How many more years does he have left? I said three at most. How old is he? He's 34, 30, 35? 33. 30, he was 34 33. in August. Is it old? Three, four, three, four old. years? He ain't LeBron. Okay. You know? Oh, he's not going to play into his 20th <laughs> season, no. But I, I, I want to go back to Tony M's comment. Without a ring, there's no reason for Harden to come here. And I, I agree. It never made sense. The only outcome I, I it makes sense from a logical standpoint is if Philadelphia would have, say they would have won game six or they would have won the series, whatever. They advanced, they beat Miami, and they win a championship. Mm-hmm. That's the only scenario where I think it actually makes sense. Hey, I'm coming back. The only reason I left was because I wanted to win a ring. I got my ring now. Hey, maybe I can bring, I can be a true veteran. Now I have my championship ring. But Again, it, it makes no sense with the way it turned out. Which, like Will said, it wasn't just Game 7. It was Game 6-2. A chance to close at home. And if you're really on to Phase 2 of a completely new rebuild of a different era, why bring back the old era? It, it's a chapter. It, it, it was what it was. The chapter should be closed. And the next time Harden is associated with the Rockets should be when he's to have his jersey retired. Let's tie it all together with if you're Philly, is Doc Rivers fired tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Let him fly back. Uh, actually, I think I think he might be gone before before we even get to midnight in the central time zone. Will? Uh, uh, before I get to Doc, how about Daryl Morey? Oh, don't get me started on oh, Daryl Morey. Yeah. None, none. Us? I, hey. <laughs> I have never. Been one of those Daryl Morey Kool Aid drinkers in Daryl Morey we trust. When Daryl Morey saw me in the hallways, if he looked my way, it'd be a, a shock because he knew who I was and I meant no. But yeah, he made mistakes in this. Yeah. So what about him for sure? <laughs> he rebuilt the Rockets with Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. Rockets East. <laughs> Rockets East. He didn't win with Rockets West. He tried it in Rockets East and still didn't get it done. I mean, he's a Cleveland guy. He's a Cleveland guy, but he, no. But let, I, let I look at him. But that's your question. Yeah, tonight. Tonight. Let's add to the situation that when he left Houston, he said it was because he wanted to spend more time with his family. And then a short time later, the Philadelphia 76ers announced <laughs> Daryl Morris joined the franchise. What? Wait. <laughs> but you said, yeah. Okay. A fire, Doc. PJ Tucker. What else? And PJ Tucker as well. Is is Joel M B gonna say, yo, I want to go to play with Jimmy Buckets? He should. Is, is this is this it for is this 76ers has the process ended? It's time for another process to start in Philly. Well, the process tear, ended. tear it down. Yeah. It's looking like it's looking that way. Okay. I don't know about a complete re. How many years does Joel Embiid have left? On he ended in twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Wow, he's still. I think. Whew, from a front office and from a coaching perspective, I just don't see how they don't clean house and start scratch. Do a new roster around Joel Embiid. That's okay. what they need to do. All right, from Philly perspective, should they resign James? No. You are. I think this this Harden okay, only what if, comes what if back James you're older. Opts into his contract because he has a player option to do so. So what do you says? Yeah, I'm going to stay in Philly for one more year. Then you trading the you trading the Houston. Since y'all want it so bad, let's let's talk. I got to recoup those picks I traded in Brooklyn. That might be the move. Or heck, does does Harden have a no trade clause? No. 
not not no player option. Either. No, no. no. Send them to Charlotte. Send them to a team that will want to sell tickets and getting James Harden. Your team will get tickets. All right. I mean, um... <laughs> oh man. Uh, yep. Nine votes. Yeah. All know Rockets should not sign James Harden. <laughs> to me. And who who's the who's the owner? Who's the one that oversees the Philadelphia's basketball operations? The governor, I'm mistake. Josh Harris. Soon to be owner of the commanders. Yep. Thank goodness. You got to Thank clean goodness. house. Thank goodness. If, it doesn't and and I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts. There's there's it's not all on Doc. Just like yeah, that blame has to be shared evenly. When it's it comes on, it's to on Maury, the players Doc, on players, the court, all that sure, exactly. Daryl Morey as well for constructing the roster and a when they the off season they just kept signing X Rockets, X Rocket players. Yep. And <laughs> okay, again going back to the the duel to me the duel of Harden and Bead. This is their season, the second round, and beat off an MVP season. Couldn't get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Five for eighteen today. Okay, you got Monty Williams take that job. Yep. I'm a, I want to prefer Milwaukee. I was going to say, how about Milwaukee? Hey, Mark Jackson's interview in Milwaukee. Well, in terms, and I'm being serious, and some know. folks say I might say I'm wearing the, the the cap, but in terms of more. For a longer, a more, a wider window of possible success, Detroit's better than Philly, especially especially if Tuesday comes around and they get Victor Wimbyama. So it's Kay Cunningham, Jaden Ivy, Victor Wimbyama. Huh? Yeah, I see that because they're That's... not they're not gonna, as far as I know, they're not gonna announce a hire. Today or Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday before the lottery results, and Monty Williams might being let go might have slowed down Kevin Nada getting that job. <clears throat> so, anything's anything's possible. We shall see. Were you surprised that Monty got fired? No, no, not for the reasons. And I'll say it by saying this. I don't believe it was performance based. I don't believe it was a knee jerk reaction to Thursday. I mean, the man just spent four billion dollars on this franchise. It's, he it's wants to put his friend. I'm sorry. It's his team. Yeah, it's his team. He wants to put his step. And then, if you go back to last Sunday when he had to brush up with with Joker with the ball, not giving him the ball back. Did you happen to notice the gentleman sitting to his right? A Detroit legend. Thank you, <laughs> Isaiah Thank Thomas. You. Isaiah Thomas. I don't know how many people other outside of us really caught that because it was real quick. Yeah, but he's Isaiah is he's a he's a consultant for owner Matt Ishbia. Matt Ishbia, you know, y'all can say what you want. He was a fan of the Bad Boys, Isaiah Thomas fan, all, all that. So he might be leaning on Isaiah a little bit too much, you know. But Isaiah is his right hand man. Yeah, literally. Yes. Right. But no, uh, but, but Monty, no, I, I don't think it's an in, uh, indication or, or indicative of his character or his performance. I think it was just simply, I want to put my stamp on this franchise. And James Jones could be next. Yeah, because James Jones, as what we're hearing, does not have much say in personnel matters right now. No, he's Matt he made the Kevin Durant cherry. Yeah. He called Sean Marks. So... And going back to last Sunday's show, the federal was the federal judge, a bankruptcy judge said to the Suns, "Yeah, y'all can't do this." So they have to go back to negotiate with Diamond Sports regarding the over-the-air deal, and that'll get done. But the Vegas Golden Knights in hockey went back old school and are putting their games on the over-the-air rather than RSNs. So teams are doing it. It may be piecemeal here and there, but it seems like more and more. Pro franchises are going to try to go the over-the-air way to show their games for fans to watch, and we'll see how it goes for revenue because RSNs was a big part of revenue for years, 
and that's gone away. So we'll see if the ad rates will come in to help fill that that void. <clears throat> All right, everybody, shifting gears, the Rocket fans, reminder, Tuesday, May 16th, right around 735 or 740, a Let's Talk Houston Rockets live stream show will be after the lottery. And Andy will, if y'all haven't heard, my Rocket diehards on the, the Let's Talk Houston Rockets show know, if, if the Pistons get that first pick for a minute or two on Tuesday's edition of Let's Talk Houston Rockets, I will act ignorant. I will say Detroit basketball a few times. Hell, I record it and put it on loop for y'all to hear for a minute or two. And then we get in talking about the Rockets and what they're going to do afterwards. So I'm just, y'all are, y'all are forewarned. If, if that happens, I will act ignorant for just 60 seconds, 90 or 120. So Tony, well, Chris, both, both you and the Rocket fans will be depressed on Tuesday when the San Antonio Spurs end up with the number one overall right. pick and rebuild their, their, uh, their team. And that's possible oh, as well. Oh, I'm about well. to go real conspiracy theorist right now. What are the Charlotte Hornets with the number one overall pick? Because isn't Michael Jordan reportedly looking to sell? I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. I just like to throw that out there. All right. I'm just saying. Anything is possible. I don't know, you know, if there's going to be any frozen envelopes or anything like that mm-hmm. in, in the hopper. But in that scenario of Mark Tatum with the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft goes to the Detroit Pistons. Me and Jalen Rose are going to go on Twitter and act ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Some might even say ignorant. I might text Will and Andy and AJ a recording. I might put it on TikTok. <laughs> Who knows what I might do if that happens. If not, I'll be fine. It won't hurt me one way or the other. But, but I digress. Okay. College football. The Cincinnati Bearcats going to the Big 12, just like UH, Corey, UH student, announced they're going to have their groundbreaking ceremony for their football facility on was it May 23rd. The Board of Trustees approved the funding for a project at a maximum will, Andy, Tony, Corey, of $134 million. More than $88 million has been raised for the day one rally campaign. Andy, how does that compare to Houston? When did when did they start fundraising? <clears throat> oh let's see, day one campaign sometime this sometime this year, Andy. I want to say Oh that. my goodness. Well, you asked me to to compare it to UH and, and they did a similar thing with their Houston Rise campaign, which launched in June of 2022. And uh, there's somewhere we don't have the exact number. There's somewhere I'm leaning that they're probably closer to 50 million. They they surpassed 50 million, so they're over 50 million in, in the funds that they raised. But they're somewhere in between 50 and 75 million, and they're trying yeah. to to secure more seven and eight figure donations. Oh no 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 no, it's older than that. It was Cincinnati launched it November of 2021. Okay, so they they had about uh, they had about eight months ahead of U of H in launching that. So hmm, about eh, that seems about right when it comes to how much U H has raised and how much Cincinnati has been able to raise. But yeah, that's where U H is with their Houston Rise campaign. They actually made the official announcement that they surpassed fifty million this past week. But uh, that's where they are. They're somewhere in between fifty to seventy-five million. And I tend to lean. They're probably closer to fifty million right now. Yeah, not not closer to the eighty-four million that the eighty-eight million that the Bearcats have raised, quarterly. and it is indoor facility is scheduled to be completed in time for the twenty-four football season. The ninety-six thousand square foot performance center will include offices for the football program and feature performance nutrition stations, a dining hall, sports performance weight room athletic training room, and mental health services. It will be constructed next to the indoor practice facility 
and it is scheduled to open prior to the 2025 football season. <clears throat> we'll see who gets who gets it. Uh, who builds first? Who finishes first? UH or Cincinnati? Corey, if you're still there, Tony UH M has the indoor practice facility, right. correct? So it's about that ops building, which I think. See, here's the thing with U of H. Their timeline is up in the air because they they haven't announced any details. And it they've already dealt with delays, and it's been delayed even more. So where they said they they were planning on breaking ground this summer, it certainly seems like it's been postponed to after the end of the 2023 season. Yeah, doesn't it, seem like it's been reported. Been pushed back to December, you know, uh, the day after the Cougs football team is playing the Big 12 championship game, right, Will? It, it, it won't. It won't <laughs> wait till that long. It'll be the day after. Yeah, they they, the they, they can't game. wait that long. <laughs> the home, the final home game of the 2023 season. Oh, okay. So, Andy, you, so you you don't believe that the football team is going to be playing in the the Big 12 championship game this year? Well, they very well could. I, I'm not going to go ahead and, and, and say that. That's <laughs> no, they're fatal. not, Andy. No, they're not. <laughs> you never know. It's on paper. You never know. Any any uh any given Saturday. <laughs> that's but, a lot of that's a lot of any I, given Saturday, Andy. <laughs> Other than your guaranteed win over the Longhorns, over 21 will be a guaranteed win, and that'll that'll put an end to the Longhorns' the CFP chances. But I digress. Guaranteed. But Andy, what if it's what if that's the Longhorns' only loss? Uh, <laughs> they can still they play CFP. Alabama too. I, I highly doubt that'll be their only loss. Okay, we've seen betting lines out there. U U of H football wins are predicted to be between four and five. Four and a half wins. Four and a half to five and a half. You see, this is where. <laughs> they get you. This is where Vegas gets you. Because you look at Houston's guy, and this is overall season, not just conference. Mm-hmm. Houston plays Sam Houston. They play UTSA. They play Rice in non-conference. On paper, and I know UTSA was good. On paper, those should be three wins. Right or wrong? Do you agree, Chris? It should be. Yeah. Okay. Won't so, be, but yeah, it should be. It should be. <laughs> yeah. oh, didn't, didn't UTSA take them to overtime last year? Yes, but yes, double overtime. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. UTSA lost their top receiver. I didn't, I, they are bringing back the quarterback, but I digress. This is a Big Twelve team versus a, a American Athletic Conference team, but I digress. <laughs> On paper, it should be three wins. So that means you just need two more. They were competitive with Texas Tech last year. They play West Virginia. They're gonna beat Texas October twenty-one because I guarantee. <laughs> oh, one more time. Hold on. Hold on. Guarantee. Okay, that's where Vegas gets you. Is it beyond the realm of possibility that they can get two, at the very least, two conference games? So, so you got five wins with their non-conference schedule. They absolutely should be able to tally five wins. Right on okay. paper, right or wrong, they should. Uh, no, <laughs> no. You don't think they can beat two Big Twelve opponents this season? Hmm. Texas Tech, West nope. Virginia. Nope. Kansas. <laughs> well, we saw that. <laughs> I did, and that's a big reason why I did not mention Kansas. But Your guarantee can, might be the only one. They I may, they can they may rise points. up. They may rise up because the ship is would be sinking by that point. And then all the hype surrounding the Longhorns coming to town, all those things. They're going to say, this is our last stand. And oh, by the way, Andy Inez said, pick this, win this game. So win that game, <laughs> beat the Longhorns, you get the have me first the conference field, win of the year. Then rest of the season, fellas be like, yeah, we beat Texas. We're good. <laughs> they play West Virginia at home. They play Texas Tech again, even though it's at Lubbock. They showed I mean, good. They should have won that game against Texas Tech. They should have. But fourth they didn't. They get and one there's stop. a reason why they, they didn't. Because fourth and 20, they couldn't make a stop on fourth and 20. <clears throat> they you can know, get two conference wins. And, and, and you know this. Off. You know this. Tank Dell's gone. Who's going to fill his 
Feel that void? Tecno will be gone. They will not have Clayton Toon. So who's the quarterback going to be? Gonna be? be very, gonna... It'll be a very new quarterback. And defensive system. line, all that. Who's who's that going to be? What's it going to do for for the running game and linebackers? They lost secondary. Caskill too. They do have Brandon Campbell coming back along with <laughs> Stacy Sneed and and the incoming recruits that they have coming in. But more importantly, will you know who they have Five also have coming back? Who's that? Dana Hogerson. <laughs> So <laughs> there I go. If they win, five wins. They can get I, five I'm wins. not sure they're gonna get win all three games non-conference. If they would, they better not lose to Rice or Sam Houston. Good. If they're gonna lose one, it has to be UTSA, and that'll be the one. But I think they can go three. No, it's a this whole is wild at TDCU Stadium. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> that we trying to convince. How we go? How they go in five games? This is new to me. I'm like, wow. Yeah, because because anything less it's than ten is, is a failure time. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything less than eleven. But Andy, if if they win, get your five wins, two conference wins. Would that be enough to bring him back for a second season? In the Big it 12? absolutely will. And Chris, you know that that absolutely will. The first year in the Big Twelve. You won five mm. games, but you I went, think it will. You went two and seven in the Big Twelve, right? It depends <laughs> who those two wins are against. I mean, my God, if you beat UT, I think you're set for one more year in and of itself. Okay, so I think Chris, did you tell me I'm wrong. I think a five and seven record in the first year in the Big Twelve will bring Dana Holmerson back. Alas, you are probably correct, and. Here's the thing. This is where the question should be for fans and for the season ticket holders, season ticket holders that they've, you know, been able to regain with the buzz of the Big Twelve. Is five and seven good enough for them? And that's at the end of the day, that's really the answer that that should matter. Okay, Corey's got the question. When will we not be okay with being mediocre? That part. Second year in the Big Twelve. You said second year. Uh, third, fourth, third year. <laughs> you keep you keep saying me, 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 right. me if I'm wrong. Weren't they mediocre in the AAC? Yes, they've been mediocre in football and Conference USA and the American. Mm. How how and that's one of the things that I've said to my fellow alums for years. We and I'm putting on my fan, my UH alum hat. We couldn't dominate Conference USA in football or the American in football for years. So that was a problem. That part was a problem. It took Kelvin Sampson to take over basketball for the last four or five years to dominate the AAC in men's hoops. Track and field, dominant in the, in the American. I think that They've won every single American Athletic Conference championship since its existence. That's dominant in track and field. We, football. Swimming and diving team. Football. Dominant. Swimming and diving. Diving. Dominant. Football. Baseball. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, I'm not Corey. I think you follow me on other platforms as well. I'm not high on Dana Horst. Will knows from being part of us with these shows. Aiden Ford used to get folks fired. That's what we were told. Aiden Ford used to get folks fired. Now five and seven would be okay because <laughs> be the first year in the Big Twelve. <clears throat> And this is what's more money coming what in. It is. I don't no no. I don't believe you're wrong, Andy. I think you're correct. They will bring him back for a second year. One win, two wins. He'd probably have to go winless in the conference to not be brought back. He has to lose to Rice. If Houston loses to Rice. Oh, I'm talking all. well, hell they do. And Rice should have a pretty good football team this year. And you know, they, they should they, not be they, on the same par as the Cougars. But they came really better. close to beating Houston last season. I I thought they were <laughs> I thought they had tied the, the play, but apparently the, the receiver didn't catch the last pass, but I digress. What if he loses to West Virginia? Does didn't he come from West Virginia? Yep. And so what if he loses That's for you, Will. How about that? Uh great question, Corey. Um it's not so much Kyle McCord. I, I have trust in Ryan Day because Ryan Day can't lose three in a row. 
to the team up north. He'd be saving so, his job, baby. <laughs> right. That part. Yeah. Um, and uh there's a lot of questions on the offensive line. He's got a couple of transfers, uh kid from uh, Brandon Simmons from San Diego State. Uh, there's a, a report that there's a quarterback in the portal that they're looking at. That's why I kind of him and hard on that because it's a possibility it may not be Kyle McCord. There's a quarterback that I won't mention here that is in the portal, potentially could be coming to Ohio State, per some reports I've heard. Well, if he's in the portal, you can say it. Why can't you say it if he's in the portal? Yeah. Uh, okay. You're right. Uh, TJ Finley of Auburn okay. is the name I've heard. Because uh, the, uh, Peyton Thorne from Michigan State hit the portal and left Michigan State with the Auburn. And now T.J. Finley is looking for a landing spot. So potentially Ohio State is in the mix for him. Um, so it can't necessarily won't be Kyle McCord, Corey. Um, but I'm just going to win the 10. Because they can't lose three in a row and because it's Jim Harbaugh and because it's the team up north, I would say it's seven. Corey, who is this who can be at Texas State? Who is that? Which, oh, TJ Finley. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let's see. Oh, he said Perry's Instagram. Oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay. Well then, all right. That's that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. Okay. Wow. Um. Well. Yep. Talent wise, who has more talent, Ohio State or that team from up north? Last two years. Oh, I'll say. Same for this year? I'll be unbiased. Michigan may have a slight edge. Would that slight edge be enough to save his job if they if they lose for the third straight year? No. No. <laughs> nope. You can go 1-11. You can go 1-11. If that one is the team of North, he's great. He's gravy. He's gravy. But, okay. Let no. me flip this around. Yep. If they lose to the team up North, and that's their only loss until the CFP. Oh, that's a wrap. No. Because that's John Cooper. John Cooper, when I was in school, John Cooper, 13 years. I don't know how many years. We were 11 and 0, number two in the country, going into the last game of the season and ended the season 11 and 2. John Cooper was 2 10 and 1 versus Michigan in 13 years. 2 10 and 1. My freshman year, 1992, we tied the team up north 13 13. The president at the time, Gordon Gee, now the president at uh, West, West Virginia, Virginia mm-hmm. called that the one of the greatest wins in Ohio State history. <laughs> A 13-13 tie. Yeah. Since then, Jim Trestle was 9-1 versus the team up north. Urban Meyer was 7-0. Ryan Day has lost two straight. It won't be a chance to get a fourth if there's a third. Okay. And and the second second one was was bad, right? Yeah, they got caught up. I, I believe they lost the first one, and I believe last year they got caught up in paying Michigan back instead of playing football. Yeah. Simple and, as that. And here is the tie with how it's shifted. Oh, uh, sweet. So, sweet so, yeah. so he's a and Buckeye. Hey, that's what we're going to do here and more. Now we're going to shift gears for these final few moments on – oh, and I got to do it. Folks talking sports. Oops, let's get this right. Watch this on Folks Talk Sports on Twitter. But, guys, I touched on it, I think, Thursday's show on the lunch break about uh, UH men's basketball, a 13th scholarship, and possibly DJ Thomas, D-Don Thomas. Heck, I didn't realize he was a junior, as in D-Don, DJ was D-Don Jr., and his dad played at UNLV years ago. I forgot about that. I didn't know that until today. Well, DJ announced that he was going to go follow his dad's footsteps and go to UNLV. So he did not pick Houston, Florida, Auburn, other schools. He chose UNLV. So good luck to him. And far as it indicates, he is not reclassifying for the 23-24 season. He is going to 
waited out and enrolled in U of E for 24-25 to be a freshman. Four-star, one of the top point guards in that class. <clears throat> Some Kook fans are, are pissed off. I got text messages. I cannot believe him. Cooks be fine. <laughs> Cooks be fine. You know, I got word yesterday that he was not picking UH. Well, he did not pick UH. Life goes on, Will. Life yeah. goes on, Andy. <laughs> you know, so they'll be okay in that scenario. I don't know how that's going to impact Cedric Lott because he and DJ were teammates. Um, high school slash AAU. So I don't know if Big Sid's going to say decide to transfer to Vegas. I don't. I have no reason to believe he will, but with youngsters today, who knows? In a right. year's time, he might do that. Who knows? But it'll be okay, Coop fans. They'll be fine. Andy, your thoughts on his decision to not pick UH, leaving that 13th scholarship for the Cougs still open for this season? Like Just like you said, Chris, they'll be fine, and that, that scholarship will stay open until if the right player ever comes along. And yeah, and, and let's say that again. <clears throat> if the right player comes along, an impact player, an elite player, some of these names I, I've had fans, alums toss my way, and I, I'm they're my friends. But sometimes I want to say, are y'all, are y'all, what are y'all drinking? <laughs> I mean, are y'all serious? Really? I mean, I just really. Do you think that's going to be the impact player, y'all? Come on now. So, wait, we'll see how it all plays out, but I'm not worried about that. NBA playoffs, the conference finals will begin Tuesday. Nuggets, Lakers, Tuesday, 7.35, 7.40 Central Time tip. Lakers, Nuggets, series. Who you got, Andy? You first. Man, uh, I think the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to pick the Denver Nuggets, and I'm I'm not really confident in my pick, but just seeing how the Nuggets overall have been, obviously throughout the whole season, the body of work they put together to be the number one seed, what they've done in the postseason, and I I, I got to pick Denver, even though the Lakers have caught fire as of late. What number? Nuggets in? Seven. Okay. Will? Lakers in six. And surprisingly, that is also the pick of Draymond Green. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray and Anthony Davis are gonna be the key players in the series. Because if Anthony Davis is is I mean, you would imagine that Nikola Jokic is gonna be the one guarding Anthony Davis for a bulk of the series. If he can get the big man to to get tired and really limit, make him work defensively, it might limit his offensive capabilities, and that's where Jamal Murray comes in place too. If if the Lakers don't, it's kind of hard to say that when the Lakers have gone have to go through Steph Curry and and John Morant, but I think those two players are the key in the series. Can, can I tell you who's going to be the key in my opinion? Darvin Ham. It's going to, huh? Darvin Ham. <laughs> well, yes, but uh, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, he hasn't played at all, but he's a big that they're going to need to lean on Jokic. And I'll say another, Tristan Thompson. They, I'm just saying, these these bigs are there for a reason, and they're going to run them out there against Jokic. I think those two, it's going to be crazy, but I think those two are going to be a key. We know LeBron and AD, we know what they're going to do. Lonnie Walker's going to give you what he's going to give you. D'Lo's going to give you what he's going to he? give you. That's, you know, because what if it comes down to, you know, like some playoff series do, the others? Yeah. Shooter. Yeah, because Dennis, you know, what if the refs call Dennis's flops more in this series than they did against the Dubs? Uh, that could be an issue because he was up and down yep. against the Warriors. Austin Reeves, D'Lo. They did just enough at the right time. Their reserve players did enough to – defeat the Warriors I'm not picking the Nuggets to win the series I'm picking Lakers Lakers in six hell you know I hate being with Will because I like this to be different a little bit oh. <laughs> in terms of picks because you know I don't want to do the same the same you know pick yeah. but he said yeah. six I'm, I'm picking Lakers in six uh, 
Celtics, Heat. I got Boston. I, I figure at, at some point the Miami Heat are going to run into a team that, that they can't out-hustle or out-physical, out-bully. I mean, really, that's what they did to the New York Knicks and the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think you know, the Celtics are up and down. I think it's much more the Celtics series to lose, and I, I don't think they will. I picked Boston in six. Will? I agree. Eventually, Miami is going to run into a team that they can't out-bully, but I think it's going to be the Lakers and not the Celtics. So I'm picking Spolstra. Spolstra, if you thought Doc Rivers was coaching circles around Joe Missoula, Eric Spolstra is going to coach hexagons around, <laughs> around Joe Missoula. Uh, Miami, uh, in, a, in a game, um, a number... Um, just because I saw what Boston just did in game seven at home, Miami and six. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick Boston. I'm going to say, I, I, I don't have enough confidence in them to pick them at five. Uh, <clears throat> The last AC the make Knicks, the finals. I think probably was the Knicks. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Celtics in six. You know, that would be winning in Miami, South Beach. I'm kind of South Beach is undefeated, <laughs> you know, but I'm picking Boston to win the series. And, and ABC will be thrilled to death if my prediction of Boston Lakers happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'd be just thrilled to pieces. One last thing I forgot I to mention it. And Doc Rivers, another reason why he's going to be fired, made no adjustment on that pick and roll when Jason Tatum was just just carving up Joel Embiid. You don't have to switch that. You don't don't have to do that. You don't have to say, Joel, go ahead, y'all switch. Why? At what point? What was it, like four, five, six, seven times? (laughs) Doc, coaches, players. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't, I mean, come on. Basketball sometimes, well, a lot of times, is not complicated. If it's working, my perspective, I'm going to keep doing it until you stop me. <laughs> but if you don't, <laughs> that's on you, and I'll keep doing it. You need to make adjustments. Stop you know, it's just like that same thing. Those who ex- doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. <laughs> That's the definition of insanity, Doc Rivers. And it's now, what, 12 series. If you missed the first part of the show, Doc Rivers has lost 12 series in which he had a lead. So, Doc. Would anybody else hire Doc once he gets fired in Philly? Yes. <clears throat> like who? Should anybody hire Doc once he gets hired, fired in Philly? Yeah. Um, I think, man, I, I can't think see. That cycle, he might not. Think yeah. He might sit think out this cycle. Toronto would. Ooh. Think, hmm, that'd be interesting to see. I don't know. Yep. If I'm a winning team, I wouldn't hire Doc right now. I would. No, I'd say, Doc, go, go do TV. Sit out a year and go. Okay. But we'll see. Shame on you, Corey. He ain't, you know, he ain't, no, nope, nope. Shame on you. <laughs> you out there in the universe. Nope. <clears throat> but he it's said not a winning team. There so, yeah. But uh, we shall see. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Andy Yanez, you first. How can folks follow you and get in touch with you on social media? Yes, sir, Chris. Thank you, as always, for having me on the show. And as always, people can follow me on Twitter, Ayana's underscore five. The draft combine begins tomorrow, correct, Chris? So that's going to be interesting to see how. Yeah, the big boys, because I think the G League started started yesterday. yesterday, Yeah. Correct, but it'll be be interesting to see how a couple of, of the Cougars do in the draft combine. As we get, we're 16. Is it May 30? It's May 31st. That's when the deadline is to withdraw, correct? Right. 
So Jamal Shedd has until May 31st to withdraw his name. Did not well, make he, the combine. He, he needs to because he was not one of the seven days he got invited to the combine. <laughs> so, Correct. and I believe the combine part of it will be televised on ESPN two. So mm-hmm. look for that in the afternoon. Will Hawking folks get in touch with you? Appreciate it. Uh, thank you as always, Chris. Uh, shout out to Tony and Corey and, and all of us. I, I shouldn't start naming because now names are escaping me. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Will Gibson Seven and Facebook Will Knows. And of course, I am on Twitter at the HR Review, Houston Rombar Review on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. I have an interview scheduled tomorrow with a pretty important person tomorrow evening. So look for that to be posted tomorrow night on the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel. And of course, Rocket fans, Tuesday evening, 735, 740 Central. Another edition of Let's Talk Houston Rockets as we discuss the results of the lottery. So, Will, Andy, thank you very much. Thursday on the lunch break, um, trying to get someone to discuss WNBA because that season starts this Friday. A legend. See if she can is able to join the show. We're still working on that. If not, we'll do what we do and, and chop it up as the best we can on lunch break from noon to one on Houston Rombar Review on YouTube as well as on Roku on the BS3 Network. Everybody, thank you as always for, for watching the show, participating with your comments. The shows, of course, on Twitter as well as YouTube at Folks Talk Sports. So until I think uh, ooh, next Sunday, I think we should be good because I think when does game, what is that? <clears throat> game three or so, we should be good uh, yep. for another time. Yep. 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. So until then, everybody, take care. Peace. <laughs>